I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Pray to the Virgin Mary. Mary! Mary! Oh! Jesus Christ! No! When they start fighting in the reunion, Renee just goes, No! 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 I wanted to talk about... I finally watched The Eternals, that Marvel movie that Angelina Jolie was in. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, I was. we were watching the Obi-Wan series on... Oh, it's good. Who the Star Wars Disney Plus Obi-Wan series is great. What have I done? Mandalorian? You're trying to start a fucking war? You started to start a fucking war? You're starting a fucking war? coming at my face? You're coming at my face yes, over I here am. with fucking Star Wars, Star Wars and Marvel? Have you ever seen The Mandalorian? New. Oh, Laura, you'd like it. It's Dole, like, a, it's like a Western doll. But Ewan a Western? Ma- a Western. Oh. But Ewan <laughs> McGregor reprises his role, and he's so sexy, and I love him, and he's great. All right. I don't... I'm going to have to take a minute to process this. Well, we were on the Disney Plus app and we were like, let's watch The Eternals. These gays have taken a turn. The gays have taken a turn. Gays are all kind of nerds, though. Come on. Gays are turning into like nerdy Disney folk. I mean, I'm pride is Disneyland at this point. I am no Disney gay. Well, you are on Disney Plus. Well, 
so anyway, we were like, let's try the Eternals because there was truly nothing on TV. You have watched the entire universe of television. I have. At this and like, point. I, I, my days all, my weeks are completely built around Thursday, the staircase, now the deep end and hacks. So like, oh, I, yeah. I, I bide my time until Thursday. I'm so behind on everything. Well, that's your fault. And, we so we watched the Eternals. I don't have a fucking privilege of a partner to like have that and down the hatches hold, hold you hold and you. literally watch like every random TV show that's ever well, you come know out. And I don't drink, so I watch. I don't drink either. I don't do I don't drug, so I watch. <laughs> so we watch the Eternals because it okay. has. I mean, it has like Angelina Jolie. I know who it has. Richard Madden, who I think who was in that show bodyguard is sebastian stan in it no that's salma he's, he's she's in, in it salma hayek is in it Gemma chan yeah she's in it she's hot she's so beautiful um it's good that oh kamalin is in it it's good no it's good that they're all in it oh, okay and miss jolie is in it angelina jolie got 35 and a half million dollars to play this character that literally does not speak and when she does, she's in a British accent. Hell yeah. She has blonde hair. She's thin as a rail. And she plays Athena, the goddess of war. Oh, that's tight. Uh, she's just Botox to the gods. Athena is the goddess of I, neurotoxin. I truly cannot believe. Like, I'm actually, I know, I don't give a shit how much people make in movies. But this, I was actually like, I'm offended that she made a lifetime of money to play this role. Which she has about 20 lines and her work basically. I mean, it's kind of chic that she got. I that. mean, that's just like that's good on her. That's a scam. That's a scam. Oh, it's a scam. That's modern day scamming. And good for her. She has seven high kids. level. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I she's would. Need a, and their, she's a, they got that's a like just the basis that you need to just raise seven, seven kids from birth to 18. That's not even like that's like your cutoff when you're 18. That's just covering those 18 years. And she's a five mil a kid. Seems reasonable. And who knows what she's dealing with so with she, the divorce. Oh, she also needs her attorney's on call. So, but, but wait, listen, listen. So she gets $35 million and a half dollars for this role. Mm-hmm. Salma Hayek only got five, which I was offended by because she was putting she in the work. big in the movie? Yeah, she's sort of like one of the main characters. But, okay. but it is, <laughs> it was a horrific movie and it's like one of the worst of last year and also was it a total bomb it was a total bomb which is shocking because chloe Zhao. i know she just won it. the oscar i have to say i mean i didn't i didn't see nomad woman but i did and it i felt suicidal afterward okay but i i mean it was movie... really it was good but i was also just like oh my god i'm literally yeah like i am her i am she i am she and destined to van alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm thinking, you know, and good for her that she got that Marvel money. But, like, I was just like, it had, didn't have a soul. And not that I'm saying it's not a, it's, I don't think most Marvel movies have much of a soul. But, like, I, I was just like, and I'm not a superhero person. What's I was your just, favorite Marvel movie? Oh, I don't even know. I, I mean, I like the original Spider-Man. With have you seen and... spider-man no way home or whatever the hell no i haven't se- <laughs> i haven't seen any of the new ones including the andrew garfield iteration i i mean i'm i liked toby Maguire. I'm just so curious how you got to a place of eternals 
because we were just on the app, girl. And it was. This is when you needed an intervention. It was. You needed to, like, have, I have someone stop you. I mean, Simon, I, to his credit, went, really? And I went, yes. And he was like, all right. It That's was, love. But we didn't finish it. It's three hours yeah, long. Yeah, I don't blame you. But it was. It's but Angelina Jolie was her her vibe was Raven's pose. That's what I got. She was like they were like what like Edgar Allan Poe. No, just her poses were very bird like, and I feel like she was like I'm going to have a British She's accent. Pterodactyl vibes. Totally, and she was like I think I'm going to have a British accent. And they're like, well, that doesn't really. It doesn't She's call for it. A Greek goddess. And she was like, well, and and she's like, what if I sort of do this? With high cheekbones. And they're like, so you're basically pitching Maleficent. And she was like, no. <laughs> she was basically... No, completely different. She cannot get out of... She's in Maleficent mode for the rest of her life. But she... This movie was unbelievable. It was so crazy. And shockingly bad. Yeah. It looked like that from the trailer. I was just like, what is happening? But I did see The Northman. Because it's streaming now. <sighs> I need to see that. Oh, it's streaming? Okay. Honestly, okay, Q2, we're still in the midst of humiliation quarter, but I hope to end Q2 with a full-blown, like, entertainment. I just decide, I can't, I can't go to AMC anymore. Like, it's taken it, everything out of me. Heartbreak doesn't feel good in a place like this. No, heartbreak feels like Terrible. I want to die in a in a place like this, <laughs> in this reeking of weird popcorn butter, sticky surfaces. Everything's black and red. Century City is good. Century City is fine. That's like, the I'll only one it. that you can go to. Well, yeah, and it has to be like there has to be a day made out of it where you head to the Westfield. You like hit Nordstrom. You might get a Din Tai Fung moment. You might go to Shake Shack, or you go to Italy. And really do it up. And then you celebrate by seeing a movie in that huge AMC theater that's so big and bright that you forget that it's an AMC. The Grove is cavernous and disgusting. Yeah, it just is a, the vibes are terrible. But I was like, maybe if I just get a 77 to 85 inch television that's like OLED, that's like the size of this wall space and then like surround sound... Then I just have the theater and I am the Nicole Kidman of my own universe. Did you get a TV? No, I'm uh, still rocking like a 30 inch <laughs> LG. <laughs> um, it was. Yeah, you should. You should sit down with the Northman at some point. I want to. I was. I really want to see it, but I just cannot bring myself to like it. I can't bring myself to like go to the movies anymore. It's devastating. But Top Gun, I want to see in the theater. I know, and everyone's saying that's good, and I'm really resistant. Oh, it's gonna be great! Apparently, everyone is. Everyone that I've spoken with has loved it. It won. It just broke like every record at the. Like, yeah. It's, it's like Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise wins again. He single handedly props up the entertainment industry. Honestly, he and Nicole. Honestly, they are. They really are the two pillars of. They are movies they're the true the last two movie stars he gets movies she gets tv and together they keep the entire entertainment industry afloat no they actually i mean i think top gun made 200 million dollars this weekend which is like that's insane for also in these times in these trying but times Nicole in these and Tom, amc times they actually are the last two more him but i think they're the last two movie stars yeah more than brad more than all of them. Don't more than you, Angelina. Do not talk about it. No, Brad. I will talk about it. But 
The Northman was good. It was good. Was it a vibe doll? It was a vibe doll. Skarsgård looks hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Klaes. Klaes. Klaes, that guy. Oh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. in it. Uh, Ethan Hawke. It's good. Bjork. You know what I really need to... What? Not come out. Or just, like, come and go so it can release yeah, us know. all from its clutches. I know what you're going to say. Black Telephone or whatever <laughs> the fuck that movie is. I don't like that. I don't want to see a billboard. I... I'm a so... Like, that is a... To me, is a bad idea for a movie. And that movie looks bad and not scary at all. Well, also... Okay, here's my pitch. Right now, where I am in my life, I don't need to, a movie about a child killer. I don't need a movie about a man binding a young boy in his basement. I don't need to see that. I don't want to see that. I want and crave supernatural, like, hauntings. I like spirits. I like the other side. I like like, an alien thing. I like other dimensions. I like meteors. I like natural disasters. Yeah. But, like... I don't need another, like, dark, dingy room with a man in a weird mask. Like, I don't care. Who cares about this? Who is passionate about this movie? Well, apparently Who looks it's really at that good. trailer and is like, this is it for Apparently me. it has, it's really good. Is it, though? It has good reviews. I don't trust a reviewer. But... The only reviewer I trust is honestly myself. And I'm saying right now, the trailer did not give me chills. I pray from the second it appears on a screen for it to be over. Every billboard I see, I'm true eye roll. Yeah. I'm like, oh, another scary mask. Wow. Really reinventing the wheel here. I thought it was The Purge. It's like in The Purge universe. No, I thought it it looked like, you know, in The Purge, they all wear those masks. it's It's all derivative. The Northman, though, back to it, was... Nicole was starting. She goes on her own journeys, acting-wise. She's in another movie in that movie. She's combing her hair. She has long-ass long hair. And Anya Taylor is starting. That was Nicole Kidman in Destroyer, who decided that she would be in a different movie from everyone else. Well, in Northman, Nicole also looks like she's in 2022. Yeah. She's basically like, oh, I'm going to believe that in Iceland, in... In Viking era? 800 AD, that she had Botox. Full facial plastic surgery. But her and Kleist are hot together. Oh, are they together? Sexy. Mm -hmm. Well, shit. Did I spoil it? I don't know. I don't care. Skarsgård is buff. He's channeling true blood. He knows what the people want. He knows how to give them what they want again and again and again. But it's good. It's good. It's it's not. It actually wasn't what I was. Is it a drama? I don't know what it is. Is it action? It's, it's like action, horror, drama. Love that. I'll it's watch it. It's A24. I'll check it out. Or is it A24? No, don't ask me. All right. Miss. What full else of, you got? Full of, plus? <laughs> full of vim and, vim and vigor today. I am You're... shaken. I'm shaken. I will be honest by the Disney Plus. The thing. I, it's taken a Disney The Mandalorian plus is a great movie. It's a great show. And Pedro Pascal's in it. And he's sexy. And his voice is awesome. And it's a great show. And Amy Sedaris is in it. I do love that. So it's actually good. You would like it. It's You would like it because Baby Yoda. I just have to really budget my time, and I do love Baby Yoda. He's very Tony vibes, but I are when you already own 
Baby Yoda. I Listen, I get what you mean. I understand the bone chilling of it. I don't watch any of the scared. other. No, listen, listen, listen. Mandalorian is something else. It's they're half hour episodes. It's very quick. It's like it feels like you're watching a Western movie mm-hmm. and it's different. I was kind of like ugh, going into it and I was changed. Okay. I would give it a try, Dole. Maybe Dole. Uh, other big news. The, the trial of the century has come to an end. For all of our sanity and souls. We are. No, it's definitely a good thing that it's over. I think it brought out the worst discourse, the worst of the worst on social media. Yeah, I was tapped out for the most part, like not in the mix on Twitter. Uh, but on Instagram, it was interesting to see who was like, I just can't imagine being so genuinely excited for Johnny Depp to win this trial that I would post I about it on Instagram. Like from a uh, from No, I know. Maybe from like a place of irony or laws or sarcasm I would, but not from a place of like genuine joy which people really went hard. I my mom told me yesterday my mom my daily check-ins with my mom is when I get all of my She team she's Depp. neither she's not she's team this is sad for you both she thinks he's a pig yeah i mean he is um he is she said that people were paying 30 grand for front row seats to his performance no, with jeff in, beck in the court who has that kind of cash apparently these people don't have jobs but they're somehow affording lodging and travel to fairfax well, I found out recently, geography lesson, that Fairfax is like D.C. essentially. So it's not like, oh. I thought it was like a tiny town in Virginia. But again, this ain't a geography. We are not geography specialists on this podcast. But I, so I, I'm sure they were staying in like a D.C. hotel. Amber Heard was. No, it's just like. But I, I just, yeah, the to to genuinely celebrate his win, because it's not a win. No one won, I don't think. Yeah, it's just like a... It was sad. It's, it was. I think it's just a sad state of affairs. It's And it brought out the worst in everyone. And I think... It was a reality TV show. It was a cultural moment. It was... Um, yeah, it was reality TV. It held up a mirror it did. to the culture. And you either are liking what you see or questioning what you see... But it was entertaining, at least. I I just like I his him being like, Thank you to my loyal fans. And it's like, dude, you just you're not winning. It's like, what are you celebrating? Like you're still a flop and you're a you're you're not a star anymore. You're still a wife beater and you're still a pig. Sorry. It remains to be seen because I think that this there's such a PR strategy behind everything that he's done. And right. it's clearly shown like the people in charge, like executives in Hollywood, for right. example, that he has an ardent fan base. He they does. like root for him. They fucking ride for him. And now that he's been like cleared or he's that he's it. like won this like defamation case. And the showing and, like, the press is all, I think, in service of him getting cast in, like, another huge movie that where he can make 20 mil or something. 35.5 million. But I'm also just, like, 
okay, he's a pig. And now it really is up to like a casting director. I mean, it's like in the hands of like business people, are you going to reward this person? Or like, is this the person you're going to choose to like represent your Your film? Is that what you want? Like knowing what you know, which is clearly he struggles from like addiction issues, can't show up to work on time. Like, allegedly like stalls productions from being late hat like flies off the handle punched a crew member once like oh i didn't know that yeah like has had multiple incidents has had flop after box office flop and was definitely mordecai (laughs) and like like will he will you then you're going to be the person to give him a job and i think unfortunately there are definitely people that will give him a job or people that will like work for him to get those jobs again but that's also just kind of the system we live in yeah and i think it's all like it's all surface level appearance based rather than like deep critical thinking about the truth of the matter yeah, and I think I think for me it just showed like people still don't this is just my opinion, but I feel like if a woman is not a perfect victim, then she can't be believed. And I think Amber was a good example of being someone who clearly has done wrong herself, but was also abused and a victim. And I think because she was it takes more of a nuanced look at domestic violence and abuse i think people it shows that people still don't trust a woman if she's not like a complete if she has done nothing wrong she has to have done nothing wrong and be completely of valor i think to be believed and i think amber was just flawed and had baggage and i think it that's to me that's what it showed Yeah, I think that's certainly like a narrative or like a take that I've seen online. But I think that, well, no, I mean, but like, it also kind of dismisses the fact that she lied about a lot of things and like, wasn't she didn't, there's being flawed. And then there's like, actively not taking ownership over like, yeah, I say this, she, she did lie. She was full of shit about some stuff. And I think she I think she was actively harming him as well. Mm -hmm. But I think he was actively harming her. And I think the narrative that has now been spun is that he did nothing to her. And that's sort of... It is what is sort of being... Even if the technicalities of the verdict do say that he defamed her and was violent with her. That she defamed him. That It's all basically he's absolved of everything. And that's what freaks me out is that it's chilling, I think, because it just basically now he's been absolved of everything he's done. Well, that's the press spin on it, too. It's no, like, but that is... And his, and his PR's spin of on course. everything. But, that, but, like, but that is the, that's the court of public opinion, and that is the ultimate thing. And I think it shows that now he's... Even though it's proven that he did do these things, I think, it's now he didn't do anything and she was the violent one. And I think that freaks me out. Yeah, it's definitely like a gross manipulation of the legal system for sure. And also just like the people's inability to like really think critically around a situation like this and like do research and really like read about it and understand exactly what's going on. Yeah. 
but yeah, I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. I it really is difficult to believe the things that she was saying given the evidence that was shown. Like those two things just did not add up. And I don't believe that she's like completely lying and just making up all these incidents. I think that there likely was violence on both sides, but it's just it's really it really is just more of like um it's a mirror of like a cultural moment more than like for i mean more than summing it up as like a here's what to take away from it it's just like this happened like what does this whole thing mean you yeah. know what i mean and look i'm not like i'm not like i think there are definitely some women that aren't like, I think that that's true in some situations where it's like, if you're not a perfect victim, you're not believed. But I don't think that that's the case in this specific case. I, I respect your. I... And I was shocked that I was shocked that he won. I really did not think that he would win. And then he wasn't even he was like playing. He was being a rock star over in London. I was like, I'm also like, he's bad at music, though. Like, he's not. It's just. <laughs> It's very, like, old guard versus new guard of, like, how this plays out and the people that really align themselves with him kind of represent, like, an old way of doing things a bit. And, like, it's just, like, kind of out of touch. I, for one, am just happy I don't have to hear about Sweetser again and Nurse Nurse Debbie. I know. I'm sad. Who was, like, the star of the trial? The vape guy. The guy driving around was pretty funny. He was great. I like people that just like straight up didn't have time for this. Ellen yeah. Barkin was a star. Mm-hmm. She was, I loved her deposition. I was, yeah, I was shocked that, I was really shocked that he won because I thought for sure like. But yeah, I mean, it's it was just a sad state of affairs and I, I it's hope- a real tragedy for everyone involved and it is not Cami Vasquez. No, I mean she's walking away winning, but I'm also like she did the job that she was hired to do. You know what I mean? People that are like she's going to burn in hell. It's like what? Well, she's a fucking lawyer. No, of course, all lawyers are scumbags, but Not all lawyers are scumbags, but it's like she's a f- attorney, she's a litigator who's hired to like no, win course. a case. Like what I, I people no. that are like Hey, I'm like, what do you expect? Like a lawyer to get hired and not do their no, job? No, I'm not saying that. I, I think she did do her she did her job very well. I just to to get a tattoo of her on your knee. No, I mean it's crazy. It, it's like there's just craziness everywhere, and it really amplified that. And that's just like, well, have Johnny have fun doing whatever it is that you do. Yeah, I wonder. I'm intrigued to see where the career goes from here. I'm sure that. Given his behavior and his, like, track record, I'm sure that he will flop again unless he truly gets sober, which I think is the thing that's getting really shoved. Is that he's the a fucking that's, addict. The thing that's, like, really, like, not apparent and seems like he gets away with is, like, his addiction. And that's just, like, detrimental for him and his family. And for, and for society. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the, the stigma of addiction is still so there. That people, it's something that people still cannot talk about. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. As someone, you know, I see it all the time. Like, people just do, it's like one of the last frontiers of, like, public discourse about things is addiction. 
mm-hmm. and how so many people struggle. And I think more than ever, c- considering the last few years, but it's it's wild to me to watch people try to explain everything without ever mentioning the A word. And that blows my mind a little. Yeah. Because there were not- moments where I guess like in testimony and stuff, he was like detoxing or like kicking yeah, yeah. stuff or having sobriety moments. But it is like this is a, some this is like a drug addict and an alcoholic. And this is like very much the cycle of yeah. addiction playing out over and over and over. And it is like once you if you reach a certain status and like your money reaches a certain status, the chance that you will actually have like an eye opening experience around that and decide to like change course is like gets slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. One last thing and then I don't want to talk about it again, but the I when people when like his past girlfriends or why you know, partners came forward and said he never did anything. Okay. This is just I just want to say this. It's addiction progresses and you can be in with one in one era of your life as an addict. You can be benign and not hurting anyone or you know what i mean and if you can progress to a point where you're hurting people Mm -hmm. because it's a i know you don't i know you know i'm just saying this like just to say it it's a progressive disease i know for myself by the end i was angry and like doing things that were completely out of character and like the, the most like lower self version of myself and it's possible that johnny depp got to a point where and he was sort of crescendoing while with amber that his disease just like made him do crazy violent shit and it happens and Mm -hmm. people the discourse of seeing people like he never has any history of it's like well maybe he didn't then but he did now and like it if you don't get help and you're acting as as though like rules don't apply and like you don't have to like better yourself for the people that you love you go fucking crazy and i think that needs to also be talked about is that addiction progresses and you can become a violent person even though you've never been one before if you're on fucking coke and wine yeah and it's like eye-opening if it gets to that point it's like some people i think are like abusive like from young ages or that's like how they are in relationships and this does sound like this was like a drug addict who like would spiral out of control and then get violent at times which is it's definitely it still is like physical violence at the end of the day but where it comes from i think is a little bit different not saying that that excuses it by any means but that's like just another reason to really want to get help or like not be that kind of person anymore i just know for myself but it's also like, like if you're with someone that's starting physical fights and like it is entering the fight already at that level of throwing punches and swinging and it's like what the fuck do you expect kind of thing yeah. and i think that there's been i think it's dangerous when you take absolve anyone from taking like responsibility for their own actions in her case and i do feel bad for like all the hate that she's getting i think it's like it is a lot but in the same breath i'm like you kind of walked yourself into this one like this like public setting of like arbitrating this really difficult situation i'm like yeah it's the 
the fascinating thing to me is like what it brings up in other people, like where what about it gets them flared up or going because I think everyone has something different that it like lights something. And that's like truly that's just like an interesting moment of self-reflection for people if they care to like take it to that place. Well, speaking of self-reflection. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do 
is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of self-reflection or lack thereof, Renee has been doing a whole new approach to social media where she is disco dancing in the kitchen. She's back to being an island gal, but maybe there's way. no, there seems to be no island and she has become the island. She and is, that island is in motion. It's truly the last days of disco up in her Instagram and I'm here for it. I'm into it. She's a good dancer. Yeah, she's got moves and charisma. I she should go on Dancing with the Stars. She should me. I I wonder if that's what she's. She absolutely should do Dancing with the Stars. She really should, and I think she has like a. There's a, she has the redemption narrative that they love doing on that show, like a underdog sort of coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, She'd I like be it. Perfect for it. She's always like wearing a caftan and like barefoot. Just on her, or linoleum. like a jumper. Also, she's like obsessed with losing weight, and I feel like you drop like thirty pounds immediately when you do Dancing with the Stars. She had another. She's been pretty like keeping it real lately with her what she offers us. It's still very airbrushed, but like mm, I don't know about keeping it real. I like <laughs> no, perused. She... I perused, and I was like, every single photo, even photos from like nineteen eighty five, are yassified and smashed. No, no, when I say keeping it real, I say that in jest okay but it's not as like avant-garde nft but she's still there was one post recently where i was like 
and she's back. She it's like her head she loves to just turn her head completely to a unnatural angle with no neck. It's like this, but then a full yassification. I love it. It's a performance art. I was... She's doing things. She's taking risks and doing things on social media, and I love that about her. What I ju- it just made me want to go to like a disco club with her in Staten Island. I know. You make me feel oh, like I'm real. I went to a rave and they played that at the rave. Sylvester. Like a, yeah, it was so good. That's sort on of Saturday. The, That's the song. Of pride. Oh, is it? It's like a yeah. He was like flamboyantly gay. Yeah, like I just a, thought it was like Studio Fifty Four. Well, like yeah, disco. but it's like such a seventies gay like. Yeah, I guess feel. like every disco disco was the gayest. Yeah. Era. And even if you weren't gay, if you were, you were listening gay. to disco, you were gay. That I mean, means my dad was like the gayest person. I mean, everyone in the 70s was pretty gay. Was sucking cock in some way. I feel like the 70s were the last golden age where everyone was just like, do whatever. Well, then AIDS came and it's sort of in the Reagan era. And it's sort of like, I feel like that made made people more rigid. Mm-hmm. Straight people were afraid. Gay people didn't had to be like yeah aids ruined everything yeah once again fuck you aids i was speaking of aids nancy reagan the bidens are tomorrow are honoring her with a stamp and there were some funny nancy reagan throat throat someone said one of the stamps that could be a possible stamp was nancy reagan didn't make thursday's throat fuck thursdays (laughs) and that's a crime yeah I want a stamp. You want to be a stamp. You want to be on a stamp. Yeah, but I also want a Nancy Reagan stamp. I think that's like iconic. It's camp. That's camp. Mm-hmm. I will be at the post office bright and early to get my Nancy. Are they forever stamps? Probably. I mean, Nancy Reagan is I mailing. I... She's mailing a lot of letters down in hell. If I was honored on a stamp, it needs to be a forever stamp, or I'm not fucking interested. Don't you dare put a cash price on my head. It needs to be always applicable. Nancy Reagan is <laughs> needs her stamps so she can mail all her apology letters to Rock Hudson. <laughs> um. So you didn't like that joke. What? No, I don't believe in hell. Actually, I believe in the outer darkness and in a sort of Mormon stance. You're you're Mormon at heart. No, I just believe that people create their own hells. I believe we live in hell on earth and then whatever happens after. Yeah. Like we're living hell on a day to day basis, but like whatever, I don't believe in heaven or hell. It's just the ether. And then you like reincarnate your soul goes on in the great big ocean of ether. I have thoughts. What are your thoughts? I don't think it's, I don't believe in heaven, but I believe in some kind of like consciousness. Mm -hmm. I think, because energy can't be destroyed nor created. Mm-hmm. So, like, your consciousness is energy. So it kind of just changes form. Your soul? Yeah. Or, or, I don't know if it's a soul. but separate I separate from soul. Yeah, I think your consciousness is your soul. And it's sort of... I don't even know if you know that you're dead. Yeah, it, like, merges into something else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's just blackness. That would suck. <laughs> Well, would you even know? It's like when you're asleep, you don't know that you're asleep. So maybe you just go to sleep forever. 
and then that's the that's the tea <laughs> when you go to you close your eyes and you hear you make me feel and then i go you would be a it's queen of the disco fun, yeah i believe like the afterlife is just like an ethereal rave and everyone's there and like it's kind of all just fine at the end that's nice i mean i've got sort of a catholic you have a real catholic it's like you're subscribing to like a pur it's not exactly purgatory but then there is like a huge hell but there's no heaven but there's just hell no I don't, I, I, when I say Nancy Reagan's in hell, I'm kidding. But I, mm-hmm. if there was a hell, I'd hope that she would be there with Ronald. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I guess I just don't wish people in hell, really. Who do I wish goes to hell? There's Literally, a few like maybe two people who I shan't be naming on this podcast, but yeah, but I don't, <laughs> but that's really, a, and when I wish that on someone, I then turn it back around and ask myself, like, why? And then it it probes okay. inner and deeper. Can you Miss, tell I'm doing Can you tell that I'm doing morning pages in the artist Yeah, way? I can. Honey, I beg of everyone to fucking join me. I want... I think if you've... Okay, I can't even get into it. Anyway, what? I think if you ignored slash in, inflicted pain on people who were suffering, then it's okay to, like troll and trash someone yeah troll and trash them but like but like a judgment on someone's like soul in the afterlife or like what it's like i think it's funny to make it's funny it's funny to like make a joke about nancy reagan writing letters in hell yeah (laughs) it's funny (laughs) yeah and ronald is like providing the spit for the letters for the stamps he's providing pre-chem that she's using (laughs) to seal the letters Maybe they're finally like. Maybe they're. He- I think they're just like having like they discovered like gay orgies and gay sex, and she's an ally on the other side. Hopefully, let's hope. I think that there's just like maybe peace on the other side. This is what I'd like to perpetuate All instead right. of like scary hell. But yeah, I'm gonna write my morning pages about that. You should. Who's that? Oh, this is my masseur who's oh. texting me. Anna, I'm- so chic. Thank you to friend of the pod, Jocelyn, for hooking it up. Friend of the pod, a.k.a. mother. Mother. Um, wait, I just need to send a text. So chic, so ahead of time. Oh, happy birthday on to Gemini Queen Azalea Banks. You have the same birthday as Azalea Banks. May 30th. Oh, she's May 31st. Yeah. Sorry. She's a day after, but a fellow Gemini Queen. We stand fucking love her so much nicole kidman is a gemini queen that tracks angelina jolie is a gemini queen wow mary kate and ashley both gemini queens heavy hitters there's really really good gemini's out there jeremy o'harris gemini queen love there yeah the gemini's we come through we pull through we ride we ride we fly we're airy we flip from one place to the next it's all good shout out to jeremy o'harris nicole kidman angelina jolie Mm -hmm. and lars marie thank you wait okay so should we get into it yeah okay i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to sexy unique Unique. podcast mad wives
This is the reunion episode, part one of two. Hosted by Joy Behar. Okay. I'm going no notes because I have it in my head. Joy Behar hosting is insane. But then I was very into her hosting style because she moves quick. She gets on to the next. And she There's trolls. no time. She asks a lot of important questions. And she's like not afraid to ask the questions. But she like moves really fast. I think I'm used to the pacing of Andy Cohen's like inner like interview style and reunions where it's like it it's like yeah 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 slowed down in comparison to joy i mean wendy and joy both hosting their two seasons is pretty Mm -hmm. iconic yeah i would say let's get them to host more things joy i like joy's style of kind of oh wow that's a that's a crazy thing to say you know Mm -hmm. joy's very like she's antagonistic she's sort of prods she's but she's also like business as usual unemotional well she's a brooklyn girl yeah it's great karen spray tan wild ramona looked strange yeah big Ange and renee both looked incredible flawless rocking bangs drita looked fucking flawless drita looked amazing but she always does always i'm really sad that i don't have time myself to spray tan prior to our shows because that was high on my list of priorities not so fast because South Jersey is but a stone's throw away and on Route 70 I'm sure they have some great spray tanning. We can investigate. True. Maybe I can investigate and then show up for Philly at least with a spray tan yeah. to the gods. Don't don't that's the kind of the place to go, I feel like. Yeah, you're actually right. I know I'm right. Okay. Um, Renee's sister Jen is oh, at the reunion. Jen was a welcome Jen was sort of this mystery that I wanted to know more about. And I liked her being there. And I liked Joy being like, did you think it was a little too much to be filming your sister's complete nervous breakdown? Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, I did. And then Renee stopped me. Yeah, Renee said, let's keep it going. She goes, and I said, this is Mob Wives and this is what we do. And we got to show it. So like hats off to Renee for... Being an executive producer at this point of her own show. Jen said that Renee has been doing this since she came out of the womb. So she's been living life this way since birth. So there's nothing stopping her. Renee came out of the womb with bangs. A SIG. And a BBL. A BBL. (laughs) A BBL and a SIG and a glass of wine. And a Yankee candle. And a little bottle of painkillers. And a tiny baby-sized Yankee candle. And a teeny tiny baby-sized lighter. Butterscotch squash. Mm -hmm. And she just posted up in the corner of the (laughs) delivery room and started smoking and drinking her glass of wine. And going, oh! No! Jen also talks, we get Jen's insight on the junior of it all. Jen said that she did have some suspicions that the rumors were true. Maybe before she even broached them with Renee, I think. Yeah. Junior, what shocked me, a few things shocked me. So Renee said that she miscarried at one point and everyone just kind of like (laughs) ignored that statement and didn't really delve into it. Uh But I'm also like, are you drinking and smoking I don't think that's like a hospitable environment for a fetus in the first place. And you're like incredibly stressed out. And in a place of couch psychosis, psychosis slash slash prostrating yourself at the local like Virgin Mary statue farm. I just was like slash giving yourself throat polyps from screaming so hard. I don't I it was it was kind of a that statement. information that no one took the bait on. That shocked me. Yeah, everyone kind of 
everyone sort of was an unspoken agreement like we're all hearing this right slash but we're not we're just not gonna let's move on yeah we're not addressing we're not gonna delve into that because I, I it kind of it i'm not i'm if it, i'm sad that's a terrible thing for anyone to go through but i i just it felt kind of i don't know it just was like oh yeah it's like kind of like i don't really want to know more it was like in that article i'm that like Lynch- you're trying to have a baby right now yeah also the whole th- it was just like let's not even joy joy's like we're not damn and everyone was kind of like well I, I would have hoped that you would have called me but that's so sad renee and she was like yes yeah junior also wasn't her husband i thought they were married he, she says they weren't married and he proposed to her so he could move back in. Were I think they no, they were divorced and he was going to marry her again. He's going to remarry yeah. her. No, they were married. What killed me was, and I, I think we talked about this on the recap of that episode, but when Junia, when Renee gave him the watch for his birthday and his reaction was very muted and like looked panicked and Dorita's face, when they, let's go to that scene, Dorita went, oh, she goes, I wouldn't have even thought that. She goes, I wouldn't have even put that together. She was shocked. And then they're like, do you think the rumors are true about him being a rat? And and she goes, they're always true. She goes, if you hear them, they're usually true. And this was interesting. Renee was like, you hear it? It's the truth. What Joy was kind of like, what's the deal with Junior these days? And she's like, last I heard, he was, last I heard, he was at the Queen's Penitentiary for rats. Which I guess is a, probably a jail where they put people who've... Who have, like, high risk of getting stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, and also... But then she said that witness protection denied him. <laughs> so, like, he's just going to be on his own journey now. But then Ramona was like, never underestimate Junior. He'll come out and he'll get back into it and he'll run things again. I was like, all right, Ramona. Again, for a girl who's so not connected to the lifestyle yeah. and wants nothing to do with it, you seem to know a lot. Joy, again, said total professional should host more reunions. She will change the subject so quickly and just be moving on to the next. Renee sa- says her friends won't talk to her. That's sad. Yeah. It's also like, again. Are we- they your friends? We live in a society, dot, dot, dot. We get a big Ange super cut of her going, hi, my baby. Hi, my babies. I love her so much. Drita. The hi, love my baby. grows and grows and grows with Ange. And everyone, even Renee, just smiles like starry eyed when mm-hmm. they're talking about Renee. <laughs> Renee goes, Joy goes, Ange, how big are your tits? And Renee goes, they're a J. Ange goes, I've, three times I've had implants. She goes, after kids, they were shot. They were so low, I could tuck them in my pants. <laughs> and her tits are size 36J. For Chizanga, that's what Renee says. <laughs> and she goes, you know how you go to Frederick's and they measure you? Not that I wear those bras. They're for the bedroom. Not that I wear those bras. They're for the bedroom. I love her. The inappropriate. And hi, she, my baby Louie, my hi, baby. My baby. And she said, and Joy's like, do you ever get pissed off at anyone? Like, do you, are you ever pissed? And she was like, no one ever. She's like, I don't get pissed at people. No one ever pisses me off. I just am like, it doesn't happen. But later when, 
when they showed the callback to the fight of the century at Renee's celebration of life party, mm-hmm. Big Ange goes, I kind of take the credit for this when I started it. <laughs> she did kind of start it. She did encourage that to take place, like the talk to take place. But I truly believe in well- rewatching. It was Ramona who started it. Of course. Because she's the one that approached them when they were in like a heated place and she turned the heat all the way up. I think we're, I think when Karen and Drita are left on their own, they there's heat and tension, but they always work it out. I believe too that they would have been mad, but they would have things would not have come to blows had Ramona not walked up and inserted herself into the conversation because Drita does not like Ramona, and then Ramona was there getting in her face and being like loud. And then she was like full on joker fight. Yeah, you her. can't like poke the bear if you know. And I think Ramona knew exactly what she was doing. She's fucking full of shit. I think she's jealous of Karen and Drita's friendship or yeah. connection. I think that they yeah. had like a very deep friendship. And I think Ramona just never, never liked it because it's a little it's telling that Drita didn't really know her. And there's she and Karen are supposed to be these BFF for life mm-hmm. since they're since was six years old. So it's like that shows that they never vibed. Yeah. Crazy. The Johnny Depp Ramona connection of Donnie Brasco. Oh, right. The webs. Something to think about. The webs we weave. She goes, yeah, her Al Pacino played her grandfather, a.k.a. like Lefty Toledo Smokehouse, (laughs) (laughs) barbecue smokehouse. And she goes, Joy goes, yeah, he was very, your, your grandfather was very handsome. And Ramona goes, yes, he was very handsome. I'm like. Shut up about your grandfather. Yeah, get over it. Get over it. Lucifina. <laughs> Lucifina, which she gave herself that name. Yeah. I miss Derek Tobacco. I know. He was a real MVP that I was hoping to check in with time and time again. And then he really disappeared from the mix. Well, go on his Twitter and he's... He's a tweeting. I think he's into NFTs. I love that. <laughs> did you ever, did I ever send you the video of Karen in her car, like... You can see the highway in the background and she's like off to the side of the road and she's like really close up and she's like, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm really interested in getting into cryptocurrency. So if anyone could explain it to me, uh, I'd really appreciate <laughs> if you want to DM me or give me a call or give you my number and we'll just we can talk it through because I just I'm, I'm curious about it. What do you guys think? And then like a day later, she was like, thank you to everyone who uh, reached out to me and sort of got me into the crypto world i fully understand it now and i'm ready to invest i love that a success story also like watch a ted talk i just love but that's sorry that's how you use social media you need to ask for something and then you get it i've done that before on twitter where i'll be like half serious but also like i want to know something and then i start getting inundated with replies and then in my head i go oh no why did i do this yeah you really have to be like vigilant about what it is you're asking for because you will get an answer ramona claims that she had a talk with al pacino about his character in donnie brasco no she's giving acting tips to i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with telling al pacino how you want the character to be played yeah i love i love her can you just make sure that you that you make it known that he loved his kids and family? She's basically like, and can you say that he loved, just be like, I love my one granddaughter the most. Just be like, my granddaughter Ramona was such a light of my life. If light you of can my just life. work that into a scene. She like has no idea how act, like movies work. No. She just thinks like, 
I bet she doesn't even realize that like people write scripts for things. She probably didn't even know who Al Pacino was. I feel like she probably did. Because of The Godfather? Yeah. Because he's like in the gangster movie, like Hall That's of true. Fame. So I feel like every Italian knows who Al Pacino and like Robert De Niro are. But she walked into his trailer and said, hey, my name's Ramona. I'm the granddaughter. And I want to tell you something. I'm the granddaughter. I never met my grandfather, but I really want you to play him well. Did she ever even meet him? According to her, he raised her. Okay. But I'm... She didn't know that he was connected until much later in life. She goes, I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I was like, you were neither of those things. You are a liar. You're a liar, Lucifina. Fucking Lucifer strikes again. She's trying to start a war. Oh, yeah. Joy does this. There's a super cut of all the weird phrases the women say. And Joy goes, why do you guys keep saying starting a war? They're always starting a war. And they go, it's a Staten Island thing. And then Ka- the girl called Carla goes, I'm from Brooklyn and it travels over from Brooklyn. Kara, Kara, Carla and Renee clear up why Renee got mad. But at this point, I got really confused well, it's and not lost. Carla, it's the girl Ramona. The girl called Carla. The girl called Carla. And Renee talk about why Renee got mad at her for insinuating. Renee thought she was insinuating that she knew about Junior being a rat, but Carla was saying that she might have thought that Junior was cheating on her. Yeah, Carla is a really good friend of Renee, I think. At the end of the day, she's looking out for Renee. Their friendship, as you see as the seasons goes on, they become... Tight? No, they become sworn enemies. Wow. They really... there's There's a scene, I mean, I won't blow it, but... And lest we forget, they they had a knockout, drag down, fist fight at Renee's house. Yeah, she strangled her. Remember, it was a, a Sunday they night did, yeah. spaghetti dinner at mm-hmm. Renee's, and they literally were on the floor punching each other. And, wow! And then afterward, they were laughing and cheersing. Mm-hmm. Then Karen and Kala argued about God knows what. <laughs> I blacked this out. I'm they, sorry. It, there just was so much screaming. It was really hard to keep track of who was saying what. But I do know that it culminated in Karen going, yeah, well, you fucked my uncle who was married for eight years. And I was like, wait, she fucked her uncle? And at that point, Renee goes, excuse me, I'm leaving and stomps off. And I was like, wait a second. And then I expected us to all circle back and focus in on the <laughs> uncle fuck. I was like, okay, we've hit something. Uncle Let's go. And then it was just never addressed again. Well, that <laughs> truly shut your fucking face, uncle fucker. But <laughs> it was, that's a bomb because there was a moment where they insinuated that caught the girl called Kala fucks married men. Yeah. And I, I guess the married man that she fucked was karen's uncle i'm leaving excuse me i'm leaving and she just walked off was she outraged over the i think the uncle fuck i she just had enough and she said excuse me i'm leaving i have to say that this the reunions they need they do they're not like housewives which spend a lot of time in between the compilations like with fighting this was a little more this was like 75 percent compilations yeah, i was like okay we watched this whole thing like i know exactly I know what, what happened. happened like let's now hone in on miscarriage uncle fucking <laughs> the fight um al pacino kitchen island demon al pacino johnny depp mm-hmm. i love also in i love when so like the fight set up the big misunderstanding i guess was that karen wanted to talk to drita ahead of filming at renee's celebration of life 
But then every time she asked Jennifer about it, Jennifer said that Drita's not ready to talk, which I think was just producer vibes to be like, I'm going to hold off on this conversation until we can for sure film it. Jen's good. Jen's really good. But she got called out in this moment because Drita was like, I never said that. Like she goes, I'm not saying Jen's lying, but like I never said that. And then Joy goes, Jen, get over here. And I love like. The fact that on this reunion of this show, you can call in a producer to clear something up. Like, they need to do that on Vanderpump Rules. Well, the fact that the producer is the sister of the main cast member mm-hmm. is, like, is kind major. of next level. Yeah. So, Jennifer kept telling Karen that Drita wasn't ready. Yeah. And so, I think that she definitely just Stirring wanted to capture that. That's good. I mean, you have to be... I always think about this, but like to be one of these producers on a real, like you have to be, <laughs> you have to have a dark side. We have to be okay with like manipulating people. You've seen Unreal, right? I kind of watched some of the first season, but I just like didn't get super into it. I didn't finish the whole thing, but it was, I liked seeing how they do that. Yeah. I mean, it's like you have to really pit people against each other and think strategically about what's going to play best on camera, which I think was like... I couldn't do that. I could do it, but it would be really hard once you develop like a personal relationship. I, I don't think I could have like a personal friendship with someone and then also set them up to like... Well, yeah, and she has decades-long relationships with these women. Jen, like she's grown up with these women. So Mm -hmm. it's like that makes it even crazier because they trust her inherently because they've known her since they were kids. But now she's kind of under the veil of TV. Mm -hmm. So she's like, yeah, she's she's using all her like history with everyone. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, smart of VH1. And smart of Jen. Yeah. Like this was great. (laughs) Renee, I don't know if Renee was aware of that, but. Yeah, Renee's like down for the ride. Okay. Fine. It's called Mob Watch. <laughs> Rolling. She's like, Slate. <laughs> no. Renee always is very comeback. Mm hmm. Jen. Jen. Roll it, Jen. And they're like, Renee, just we're, we're, we're not, rolling. We're rolling, girl. Rolling. We've been rolling since <laughs> 9 a.m. Okay. Jen. Cut it, Jen. Ramona claims that she never wanted to fight physically and never set out to fight. And then she does the classic thing that I swear to fucking God, every liar always does this. And this is the number one tell when people are lying is when they go, I swear on my kids or they swear on a family member. I immediately am like, you're lying. Yeah, that's true. She goes, I swear on my kids who I love very much, who I do everything for, they live for, and they're my purpose. I never, ever wanted to fight. I never, and she goes, I swear on your kids who I actually like very much to Drita again. I was like, okay, that makes me fucking children. (laughs) And she goes, but I saw her body language and I saw her fucking body language and it looks like it was getting heated. And I just knew that this, they were going to come. And I was like, you did not, you fucking needed your star moment. Yep. And like you got in there and you stirred the fucking pot. You needed to ensure a second season. Yeah, or just like cement your place in the fur in in your first season. Drita's yeah. getting heated. Mm-hmm. It starts the Drita vein. The blood eyes start coming out. I love when we get the flashback of her with the red eye. Drita is truly a Doberman. She is. She starts getting up, and then they finally they stand, and Karen goes, "You want to go to war with me?" Ramona also, I'm like, are you on blow right now? They, I swear, her and Ramona Karen has on. a blow vibe. She does. Yeah. I think I believe it. It, it, it. 
You know, as a former cokehead, like you could always suss out anywhere you, you were. It takes one to know one who, vibes. Who who had the blow? Yeah, I was just getting like cocaine energy from her. And then she and Drita scream at each other again about God knows what. I like lost the plot. But then Ramona goes, well, it's sad that you couldn't have anyone come out for you. And Drita goes, I could have brought many people there. They would have unleashed like beasts. <laughs> and Ramona goes, and mine would have lit up the joint. And then they stand to like yeah. fucking take each other out. And that's when Renee goes, no. Renee goes, ah. That's Renee's thing. She always, when someone starts no! fighting, she, she, no, she doesn't even say no. She just goes, oh, <laughs> oh. Doesn't do anything to help. Just, oh! And stands in the middle of them screaming. And then Karen, also the whole time that they were screaming, and then even when they got up to fight, she keeps going, let me talk. Let me talk for a moment. Let me talk. And I was like, Karen, shut the fuck up. You've been talking this whole fucking season. You've been talking, 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 saying nothing. Yeah. You want to go to war? You want to go to war with me? You want to come at my face? You want to come at my (laughs) face? We'll go to fucking war. I'll blow this shit up. Renee, Renee goes into, whenever someone fights, she goes into fight or flight, I think. No! She does something else. She freezes almost. Oh! I think she just is a, I think Renee at her, her core is like, she's one of the freezing goats. You know, the goats that you scare and they just go fully stiff and fall over. (laughs) But instead of going stiff and falling over, she just goes stiff and goes, no! No! And then Joy is just kind of sitting there like, what the fuck am I... Joy's like, I I had to deal with Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth fucking Hasselbeck. She's like, well, hopefully the direct deposit for this job hits at midnight yeah. and I can go buy a pair of Manolos and <laughs> like get a facial. Yeah. Yeah. That's I a- love, let me talk. Let me talk. Can I talk for once? I was like, you're on coke again. You're, <laughs> you're definitely on coke. You're dying you're to talk. You're blackout. Yeah. But it goes on. There's one more part. So... So we'll see what happens with the granddaughter of Lefty Smokehouse Toledo. Lefty Smokehouse Tobacco <laughs> Smoked Rib Prime Rib Mary- Chef. Monipucciano. They literally are drinking out of cups. That's what I think every <laughs> single time, especially with Drita. <laughs> they released like beasts. <laughs> I could have brought many people there. They would have unleashed like beasts. I bet. I'm sure they yeah, did. Girl, I know you would. I wonder if Drita's killed someone or has like helped bury yeah, a body i think probably I, do you think she's seen a body in a trunk yes i don't think she's ever helped but i think she's been like you got to take that out of here like in the driveway at night mm-hmm. I, I didn't see nothing i gotta go i gotta go read to jizz mm-hmm. jizz and Aaliyah are waiting for me to read them some fairy tales get that fucking corpse out of the fucking driveway get that fucking before sack. i unleash like a goddamn beast get that fucking sack of bricks out of my trunk and dump them somewhere i mean Staten island is dumping ground like a landfill heaven so it's take like it to the landfill island that exists on top of a trash island yeah cue the b-roll footage of garbage just floating up on the shore get Gorgeous this fucking Staten shit island. out of my driveway gorgeous fucking Staten island well We'll be close to it soon. Yeah, we have one more. Well, okay, one more Mob Wives app and our Philly show, which by the time this is coming out, has aired. Is tomorrow. It's tomorrow. So stay tuned. Philly, we're ready for you. We leave tomorrow at this time. And then we... in our world, where we're at right now, not the world that you're listening. And whatever, ha- what 
could even in our dimension we leave tomorrow but in your listener dimension we perform in philly tomorrow so just chew on that and what could even i can't even imagine what could happen between now and then literally so much (laughs) so stay true every day is a winding road stay fucking true wish us luck and we'll see you on the road bye sexy unique podcast is created and hosted by me lara marie shane halls this episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness smith Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.